Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast where we dig into God's Word together and find life through Jesus Christ. My name is Ben Blakey. It's Tuesday, the 10th of November, 2020. Do you know who He is? And I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Do you know who Jesus is? Do you know who God is? These are the most important questions anybody can ever answer. It's important that we know this, and it's clear from Scripture that it's not just about being able to give dictionary definitions and responses to these questions. It's about, do you really know? Have you experienced it? Do you really believe it? Have you embraced everything that the Bible says? We want to look, and it's actually interesting to see a thread of this uh, going throughout several of the passages that we're reading today in Revival from the Bible. And the first is John chapter 8. John chapter 8, where today we're looking at verses 21 through 30, where Jesus says in the middle of the passage, verse 24, I told you that you would die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. So there we, we see Jesus saying, unless you believe that I am he, and I think that, remember, I am there is referring even back to the name that God gives for himself in Exodus chapter three at the burning bush. And I think we see this even more clearly. We're going to see at the end of the chapter when Jesus says before Abraham was, I am. Jesus is claiming to be God. Unless you believe this, unless you embrace this, you will die in your sins. But the crowd, they don't get it. The next verse. So they said to him, who are you? And Jesus said, just what I have been telling you from the beginning. Jesus makes it clear. And that's one thing as we're not only reading through the gospel of John, we've been going through the gospel of John for just over a year now at Compass Bible Church, Treasure Valley. And one of the themes that really stands out is the deity of Christ from the very first verse of the gospel of John. And then all throughout, we see a clear statement that Jesus is God in the flesh. And we've seen that in chapter one. We really saw that in these several places going through chapter eight. And really, it's all over the place. But he makes it clear, unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. This is the most important question anyone could ever answer. And Jesus gives a proof, a time when people are going to know the truth to this. Verse 28, so Jesus said to them, when you have lifted up the son of man, then you will know that I am he. And that I do nothing on my own authority, but speak just as the Father taught me. And he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. And we talked as we went through this passage as a church, how this literally came true. When he was lifted up, people knew who he was. Even think of the centurion there who said, truly, this was the son of God. That was Jesus was lifted up on the cross, his identity became apparent. And so, do you know who Jesus is? Have you embraced that he is the son of God, that he is God in the flesh? But now we kind of trace this thread throughout a few different passages. And I noticed it's when he is lifted up, that that's when you will know that I am he. That there was something, remember, when Jesus was lifted up, he experienced the wrath of God. If you were an observer of the crucifixion, you were watching the wrath of God in action. I think that's one of the reasons why even the centurion, it was so obvious to him. Not only is there something about Jesus that shows us that he is God, 
When God expresses his wrath, there is something attention-grabbing about that that points to who he is. And we're going to see that as we now flip to the Old Testament to Ezekiel 5 through 7. Ezekiel 5 through 7. And and this is Ezekiel. We're going to find some, you you know, like viewer discretion advised um, passages, right? This passage today has some intense parts talking about the judgment that is coming on Jerusalem. God is not messing around. And this is um, shocking stuff to to read. And the judgment that that is going to be experienced in Jerusalem is painful to think about. But there is a phrase that comes up even as God is talking about how he's going to judge this people. And that's really the the main theme of the three chapters that we're reading today, chapter five through seven. But there's one phrase that I want you to notice that starts getting brought up in chapter five, verse 13. Thus shall my anger spend itself and I will vent my fury upon them and satisfy myself and they shall know that I am the Lord. And that's a phrase you're going to start seeing several times throughout the rest of the reading today. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Again, we come back to that question, do you know who he is? And the people that were going to be judged in Jerusalem, they clearly did not know who God was. Now, if you gave them a multiple choice test, I mean, they're going to give you a textbook answer, but they did not embrace, they did not appreciate who God was. And God is saying, when they experience my wrath, they will know who I am. So as we think about that question, do you know who he is? We realize that if you don't know who he is, you are headed towards the wrath of God. And if you experience the wrath of God, then you will know who he is. God's holiness, God's character, God's person will be made clear. But the good news is we don't have to wait around for that. The Bible gives us the good news of Jesus Christ. Jesus tells us how we can avoid dying in our sins. That God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. So as we think about those two passages, see that connection even between the wrath of God and a demonstration of who he is. And we're also going to see how critical that question is as we turn now to the New Testament, all the way towards the end of the New Testament, 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 29. And here it starts talking about Antichrist. And it starts talking about people who reject Christ. And what is the main problem there? And I want you to pick it up in verse 22. We're reading today 1 John 2, 15 through 29. And in verse 22, it says, Who is the liar? but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ. There it is. Do you know who he is? If you deny that Jesus is the Christ, you're a liar. No one who denies the son has the father. Whoever confesses the son has the father also. So there we see critical to this who is in and who is out is how are you answering this question? Is Jesus the Christ? Are you denying the son? Are you denying the father? What do you know? who he is. What is your view on that? What is your heart on that? And so we see that thread now in three of the passages today. But if we really know who Jesus is, that should drive us away from things and to things. And that we're going to see at the beginning and the end of this passage in 1 John. 1 John 2, 15 says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. 
If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. So there we are warned, do not love the world. And it describes what the world is, the system of the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life. These are the things we should be running away from. We should be running to, if you look at the end of the chapter, verse 28, and now little children abide in him so that when he appears, we may have confidence and not shrink from him in shame at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you may be sure that everyone who practices righteousness has been born of him. So we want to be running away from the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, or the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life, and running towards righteousness in anticipating the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So here, this Tuesday, I want to encourage you to think, what are the things of the world that are enticing to you? What are the ways today, tomorrow, this week, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life are going to seek to lure you away from who Jesus is? And what are the ways you need to pursue righteousness? Let's put off those things. What are the things you can put on to pursue Christ, this Savior that we know, that we love, and that we are waiting for? Finally, we're going to look at Psalm 123 today, another of the songs of ascent. A short psalm, but a great psalm for us to really pray from our hearts today. It says, To you I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maidservant to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God till he has mercy on us. Have mercy on us, O Lord, have mercy on us. For we have had more than enough of contempt. Our soul has had more than enough of the scorn of those who are at ease, of the contempt of the proud. And this is a good reminder, like we talked about over the weekend with Psalm 121, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. No matter what's going on in the world today, I encourage you, lift up your eyes and remember, God is enthroned in the heavens. And take your pleas, take your frustrations and pour them out to God today. Do you know who Jesus is? Well, if you do, that's another thing that you will do is you will look to him and you will lift your eyes to him. So let's consider this most important question. Do you know who he is? And let's also consider some of these practical ramifications of turning away from the world towards his righteousness and turning our eyes away from just the things of the world to where to him who is enthroned in the heavens. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.